Welcome to the Why Weight Elevate podcast, where we share key information to help you lose weight the right way and then transition to a lifestyle that helps you keep it off. Our hosts are experts in obesity medicine and have collectively treated thousands of patients for obesity and are here to help you on your own journey. All four of us are busy parents, so we totally understand what it's like to try and live healthy while also trying to stay on top of the busy demands in our life. Thanks for taking time in your busy day to join us. As some of our hosts have medical licenses, we have a legal disclaimer to share with you. Here it is. Please note that our podcast is not intended to, and shouldn't be considered, a substitute for professional medical advice from a doctor or other qualified healthcare professional. You should always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare professional with questions you may have regarding your medical condition. You should not rely on this podcast for medical diagnosis or treatment, and you should never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of our content. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Why We Elevate podcast. Today's topic is an in-depth review into the Mediterranean diet as part of our four-part series on different diets and a deep dive. So let's start out with the history of the Mediterranean diet. Dr. Rigby, what is the history of the Mediterranean diet? There is no standard Mediterranean diet. That's my number one. But basically, if you travel in the Mediterranean, you those who have, there is no standard from the east to the west, the north and the south. So when over time, when kind of the one that gives the credits is Ansel Keys, who liked the Mediterranean, would go there and did some of his studies there. He started liking some of the ideas and some of the lifestyles, the benefits he saw. So he wrote about it, the the basically low carb type thing. But there was a <clears throat> can't remember their names, but there was a Greek physician, an Italian physician that kind of got together and kind of standardized this Mediterranean idea of a kind of a lower carb based diet. So they're, they have the lifestyle that they eat and they um, live, but it's been going on in different areas for a while. But again, if you look at the, all the Mediterranean countries, you have to eliminate a good share of them to actually live or go to what they call the Mediterranean based diet. They don't look at the French. They don't look at the Spanish. They look at the more of the Italians and the Greek Okay, so if you're looking for a, a true Mediterranean diet in the Mediterranean, you're probably not going to find it. However, there so, is... Southern Italy and Greece. But there is a Mediterranean diet now that people live and follow. Kelsey, what is that? Um, so it's probably one of the most vague definitions of a diet because there isn't specific guidelines. And I think when we prescribe a diet, we're kind of looking for those, um, either the macronutrients or exactly what foods you can and cannot eat. Um, I think it's pretty popular with dietitians and health professionals because it doesn't eliminate any major food group. So unlike the ketogenic diet, it, I mean, you can still have legumes and grains, um, but they both focus on healthy fats. And so that's something they have in common, the Mediterranean and the ketogenic diet. Um, also lots of vegetables. Um, and then the Mediterranean diet limits more of the red meat and the saturated fat, which is pretty popular with the medical community. Um, but you eat in moderation the poultry, eggs, dairy products. Um, so, but there isn't any specific like you know, stay with this many servings each day. It kind of varies. I actually really like this concept because instead of giving me a prescription that I need to eat this, this, and this, it, let, it allows me the flexibility to really listen to my body. Yes, 
And for people that are at that stage in their journey, it's absolutely great for that. And it's also good to kind of be like, someone may be scared of doing a full-on ketogenic diet, um, but you can still tailor in a lower carb. I mean, legumes, nuts, seeds, whole grains, those are all whole foods that are healthier than um, a standard American diet. And a wide variety of meats, and that's the benefit. But again, over there... This was a long time ago when I was actually, my dad was in the military, so I lived over there. But they did eat some fattier meats, and they also ate some red meat. But they don't, they've just kind of eliminated to kind of fit into the standard. But again, everybody's different. So why would a provider prescribe somebody to eat this type of a diet? I think because it's the most researched. And Dr. Rigby can rebut that. I, well, I'm not saying it has been the most researched. <laughs> it was also funded by the olive oil companies. So they were trying to promote people and they actually paid people to come to the conference to kind of listen to it. And if they wrote negative, they weren't invited back. So All right, positive. Send me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But that was where a Especially lot of this research came from is they basically really promoted it. They put a lot of money into it to really do the research and kind of promoted that aspect. So again, in my opinion, I think it's definitely better than standard American diet. So that's where a lot of them, I think health providers are going, one, it's been studied and two, it's better than the standard American diet, which has caused problems. So go there. It might not be enough for you to solve your problem. And that's where going farther might be what you need to do, but it's a step in the right direction. I agree with that. Absolutely. And I think just because I think any research is biased. Yes. And the, the Mediterranean diet, the research is positive mm-hmm. that it is a good, healthy alternative. Mm-hmm. Won't argue that. But the thing they don't talk about, they don't talk about the lifestyle. They don't talk about the mild temperatures, the spending time outside, walking around the small villages. They don't talk about the sitting down and having a long meal, taking a siesta or taking a a nap, um, shutting things down and just enjoying time and family. They don't talk about the lifestyle benefits. They go, it's all about the diet. And the diet is better than the standard American diet. But I think the lifestyle helps. If you go back and listen to our other podcast about the lifestyle the things we talk about sleep and stress management and getting out and enjoying the sun and enjoying family time that's the thing i think they just don't emphasize enough with the whole mediterranean is that aspect of it so what i just heard is you're giving all your employees a siesta every single day and a two-hour lunch sign me up i'm in Okay, then they have, uh, to stay, they have to stay later and we have to see more patients in the time that we are seeing. Oh, so you can master. do that, go for it. I'm, I'm all right. Sunday afternoon naps, I, I can't live without them. Okay, thank you everybody and we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us on the Why Wait Elevate podcast. We want to hear what you think about this episode and encourage you to continue the discussion in our Facebook group. The name of the group is community of people elevating their mind and body to lose weight. Or you can search for our Facebook page, Why Weight Elevate, and our group is linked on that page. Also, if you found this episode to be helpful, can you share it with your friends that you think would appreciate listening to it? And if you found our podcast to be helpful, we would love it if you could leave us a review. It really helps others hear about this podcast, and we really want to help as many people as we can. Thank you.